Welcome to The Four Keys Show, how to win in your business, body, relationships, and mindset. My name is Andrew Silito, business psychologist and performance coach. Hi, welcome to The Four Keys Show. It's Andrew Silito, business psychologist and performance coach, and welcome wherever you are, if you're watching this live on LinkedIn, Facebook, or YouTube. Uh, we're streaming live now on three channels, or maybe you're catching up on the recording or listening to it on the podcast. Welcome, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about your story and make me care and the power of storytelling. So the fact that stories shape who we are and as leaders and as business owners is a very powerful way to influence change, inspire action, get people to do more than perhaps what they thought they were capable of uh, and to, to follow you, to, to follow your vision uh, through through your story. So I'm going to talk about that, I'm going to talk about the power of storytelling, I'm going to talk about how your story shapes you, how to find vulnerability or strengthen vulnerability and identify your superpower uh, through your storytelling. And this was something that really I stumbled upon a few years back. I was invited out to the Middle East to work with some teams out there for a, a large uh, telecommunications business who wanted me to work with teams across, across the Middle East. I was working in Dubai, Jordan, Beirut, um, Turkey, Debatable if that's uh, Middle East, but anyway, um, that's Europe, I guess. Uh, but but across that that area, and one of my tasks was to work with a, a large team, a team of around 17 people. It was just a cultural melting pot of people. We had Palestinians, we had Germans, we had Swedish, English, uh, Americans, Israelis, uh, Pakistani, Indian. It was just a, it was an amazing uh, group of people to work with who who wanted to focus on on collaboration and 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 start to share more insights into who they were as people, what brought them to work, their why, their purpose, etc. And the team leader, I won't mention his name, but the, the team leader who I was working with, I formed a really good relationship with, but the very first uh, session that we had, he informed me, he said he'd got an exercise that he was going to run, and it was going to get people talking, and I would, uh, I would observe this and then do my work as, as the executive team coach. Uh, and he started off and he introduced himself and basically gave a lot of facts, facts about him, facts about his family, facts about what he likes, his hobbies, etc. Uh, and, and then expected everybody else to do that in order around this U-shaped table. And uh, everyone just followed suit and, and nothing really changed. Everyone just kind of just told facts about themselves. It was a bit awkward, to be fair. Uh, so I, I started to do more work with the team, but more one-to-one -one work with individuals, just understanding them a bit better and they talked about their leader a lot and they talked about their leader as somebody who was very goal orientated, very focused, uh, a desire for high expectations, perfection and eventually what it led to was me doing some executive coaching with the leader uh, and we did the typical things at 360, we did the psychometric test but this was a seasoned leader, he'd been in, he was an HR director, had been working in that environment for a long time, very experienced and there really wasn't anything new to him or his team when we shared the data. Uh, so we decided to, to go into more formal coaching and I remember we, we, we had our first or second session in Istanbul and it was in a hotel and he arrived late which for this chap was um, he was very uncomfortable with. He didn't like to be late for anything, but the flights were, were bad coming in from Dubai. And um, I'd been waiting probably about an hour or so uh, for our session, but I'd booked the whole day to be there, so it was absolutely fine. Um, um, but also, he hadn't booked a room. We hadn't got a room to do the coaching in. So what we did is we went up to his, uh, his room. He upgraded his room to a suite. We went up to his suite, and we started doing some coaching uh, with him. And again, you know, sharing the data, 
uh, getting into executive coaching sort of situation, nothing really was was changing in in the dynamic in the conversations that we were having. Uh, so really, just off off the cuff, I decided to share my story with him. Uh, really, is just a, a last resort to, and it was my story that I've shared on my TED talk. So this was back in 2014. So prior, I really hadn't shared my story with anybody at this point, and I told him a very personal story about my father. Uh, for those of you who know, you, you might have seen my TED talk. Is that uh, I, I shared this story, and he he kind of went quiet and looked down at his feet. And bearing in mind, it was already a bit awkward, but he he looked up at me, and I thought maybe I've been, you know, I was getting a bit paranoid, maybe he thought I'd been inappropriate. But he looked at me right in the eyes and he said to me, Andrew, he said, thanks for sharing your story about your father. I'd, I'd like to tell you a story about, about mine. And he went on to tell me this very emotive story about how his father, uh, during the, the partition in India, had managed to escape genocide. And, and one of the ways he'd done that uh, was, it was a terrible situation, but his father had... Um, uh, actually submerged himself under all a lot, a lot of dead bodies and he could hear gunshots, he could hear people being killed and he stayed there for an entire day submerged under these, these bodies until he felt it was safe to cross and eventually uh, made his way from India into, into Pakistan and where he met my, my client's mother and they had two children which was obviously him and his brother and, and just shaped a, a wonderful life for them. And he says to me, you know, he said to me, people think that I've got high expectations, high standards. He said, I, I just really want the best for people. He said, you know, my, my parents struggled. If it wasn't for my father's struggle, uh, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't be here today. And he said, I carry that with me and I, and I have high expectations. Uh, but of himself, uh, probably too much in, in a way, but, but, but very polished, very, very honest, incredible amount of integrity. And it was, it was a joy to work with him. But I said to him, because actually he started crying and he said, I don't cry, you know, this is not me. And he, he walked off into the bathroom, came back and, and sat down with me. So it was, a, it was a motive experience for him. But I said to him, I said, hey, look, you know, this story is so powerful. If you really want people to, to follow you and to, to understand you and to understand what's underneath all of this, they, they need to hear this story. So we spent most of the executive coaching actually shaping his story and that moving it from, from facts just high-level facts to the emotion and really bringing that emotion. And we did some work and it took about six months for us to eventually get to a situation where he would share this story with his team. And the team, the dynamics in the team just changed dramatically because all of a sudden they, they didn't see, it's a bit like the iceberg analogy, you know, they, they saw all the stuff above sea level, his behaviors, etc. And they, they evaluated that, but they didn't really understand what was underneath and what was driving it. And when you let people in to your beliefs, your values, and, and why you do what you do, what your purpose is, and what's driving you as a leader, it can be incredibly powerful. And it, it just changed the dynamics, uh, the, the commitment, the expectations of themselves, and other people started to share their story uh, with them and, and being very honest. And it's not about sharing warts and all, but just, just showing some vulnerability uh, as a leader is, is hugely, hugely powerful. It, and I would see it as a strength to, to show some of that, to really think about your story. And often it's, it's not the successes, it's the failures, it's the war stories. And that's the stuff that people buy into. It's the humanizing of leadership, that we're not just some kind of, you know, arrived in this, in this situation with this status of leadership, but actually there's something underneath that that's driving that person or driving you to get to that, that situation as a, as a business owner or a leader. 
So there are a few things to think about as a leader when it comes to shaping your story. Really think about the stories that have shaped you. Uh, positive, negative, often on leadership programs, we do a, a timeline where it's the highs and lows of our lives from the furthest point we can remember to, to the present day. And start thinking about how those stories have shaped you and how you might shape a story around that. Remember, uh, Andrew Stanton says it in his TED talk, it's worth checking out, we show it on our leadership program, about how uh, stories are important and because they make us care. We just care about someone when we understand their, their story. And that stories are by design. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end. So there's one thing, having a story, and then there's something else in the delivery of that story, how you deliver that to, to inspire action or to, to get people to change their behavior. And it is by design. Uh, so they're typically in a story, there's a hero, there's a villain. Uh, every, every film, Toy Story film, I watch my kids, it follows the same pattern, Star Wars, every Tom Cruise film follows the same pattern. There's some kind of aspiration, then there's disaster, and then it comes out the other end and saves the day. Uh, that's kind of what storytelling is, is about. And when we, we start thinking about our own stories, we can shape it in that way, then it becomes, becomes very powerful. So I urge you to go away and think about your story. What is your story? What is the story that shapes you? And how could you design it in a way and deliver it in a way, present it uh, in a way that uh, is compelling? And the ability to present your story is really a differentiator as a business owner and leader. It will set you apart. Uh, we always see the people that are that progress in their career, whether you like it or not, are the ones that can hold a room, hold a group, deliver a message. So it's an important tool in your uh, leadership toolkit. So something to think about, um, if you're not comfortable delivering uh, presentations, speaking, you know, get yourself out of your comfort zone, practice it, try it with friends, uh, practice it with people that you trust, get to a, a local speaking Toastmasters or something where you can practice these things because it is a really powerful tool. Uh, and the more you can bring uh, your, your honesty and your integrity to that story and some of that vulnerability, the, the more powerful it's going to be for you and the more people will, will buy into you and who you are as a person and a leader. So that's us for today. Uh, I want to talk about that, your story, make me care. Uh, why should I follow you? What is it about you? Tell me more about you. And you'll be surprised how inspiring that can be. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on that, your comments, you know, whether it's on, on LinkedIn or Facebook or, or YouTube, or you're catching up the recording, listening to it on the podcast. Uh, let me know and uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Until next time, keep doing the work. All the best. Take care. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of the Four Keys Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate it, leave a review. It's much appreciated. Until next time, keep doing the work.